Today, we are crossing over and discussing one of the NFL's most intriguing matchups of week three. It's the as good as advertised Chiefs versus the underachieving Colts. Let's get to it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. This is your daily podcast covering your Indianapolis Colts and the Kansas City Chiefs. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's crossover episode is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, then you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. This is Jake Arthur of the Locked On Colts podcast alongside Chris Clark of the Locked On Chiefs. Uh, you guys know me from horseshoehuddle.com and him from the Chiefs Corner as well. Uh, Chris and I actually go way back. This this stays about 10 years in the making. We started with uh, a little site called Pro Football Spot. Ryan Tracy as well, my co-host, Zach Hicks. We all started out there a little bit, you know, have done some things here and there. But, man, it's it's fun to come full circle with you. Man, I cannot believe it's been that long. And yeah, it's great to come full circle. Uh, I'm really, I was really looking forward to this episode. I heard, uh, you know, that you guys were coming on to the Colts, and I was like, oh man, we actually get to play them, so I get to talk to Jake. It's been a while, and now I'm really looking forward to this episode. I think that uh, you look at what this Chiefs team has done the first two weeks, and then you kind of look at what the Colts have done the last two weeks. Kind of very different <laughs> situations, I guess is the best yeah. way to put it uh in the nicest way possible and mm-hmm. the Colts I think I have questions about so you know we'll get to those here in a minute but for sure. when you start looking at Kansas City and the the biggest storyline for the Chiefs it's coming off that huge week two win against the Chargers and are they going to be able to keep the momentum going and not overlook a team that has talent uh but hasn't played up to that talent level right now and that's my big question going into this game and and looking at, you know, they also have a meeting with a, a team like the Buccaneers in week four and a team like the Bills in week six. So, you know, you don't want to be peeking ahead, uh, but there was a lot of emotion spent in that Thursday night game against the Chargers in week two. So that's my big thing is can Kansas City continue uh, with their momentum right now? Yeah, that was a big measuring stick game for them. I mean, the, the Chiefs are always among the hunted, but going up against a team like the the Chargers, that is a well-respected team, considered to be a contender, you know, they checked off that box. So, unfortunately, the Colts are at the level now where they're considered a, a trap game. I, I have seen people say that, and it's for good reason. Um, you know, they, they have to... Well, they, they have to start kind of back at the beginning. What, what we thought this Colts team was going to be during the preseason, you know, what, what we kind of projected and forecasted what their season might look. The reality has been a total opposite of that. Like they, they just have not really shown any signs of life. And it's really crazy considering that's what, how the last two games went of the 2021 season. All they had to do was win against either the Raiders or Jaguars just to punch a ticket to the playoffs. Like all they had to do win one of those games it's like they didn't even show up. And that's exactly what it's looked like to start the season. And this was supposed to be an easy part of their schedule. Houston and Jacksonville, both very winnable games. And now now they get Patrick Mahomes as a nice little treat in week three. So uh, I'm not trying to laugh, I, but 
I would agree with you. Those those two games are the ones that you would expect them to win. And exactly. to not even really be competitive week two just shocked me. Um, yeah. It, it, so. it was – that's a typical in Jacksonville game for the Colts, though. Like, it in the last 360 regular season games, they've been shut out three times, and I think they've all come at the hands of Jacksonville. It's just – it's crazy, crazy how they have this weird bugaboo about it. And I'd love to give some creative storyline, but – their main storyline is just literally showing signs of life and showing that they can be competitive. Um, what I'm looking for in that is if they are competitive with the Chiefs, I'm not even expecting to win. Just be competitive and make it not just the Chiefs railroading them. Then I think we'll know they have that in them. And the playoff contender that we thought they might be is there to be unlocked somewhere throughout the season. But if they just get steamrolled again, then that might just be who this team is, despite all the talent. It's it's an odd situation. Well, and you're sitting there looking at, at what they did. They went out and got Matt Ryan to try to compete. They didn't get him to try to just be a team that is going to finish you know, third or fourth in their division. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing that really sticks out to me is I was expecting the Colts team to rely heavily on, on Taylor as a running back. And then, you know, be able to sprinkle in the pass. And I know you had pass catchers that were hurt last week, but that's still, it's just. It was beyond that. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's beyond that. And and even in week one, I mean, against the Texans, going against a team that went through so much turmoil with the Deshaun Watson deal and Mm -hmm. to have Davis Mills as their starting quarterback, you would think that you would feel very good about having Matt Ryan as a guy that could step in and actually win a game like that, especially with a running back like, like Taylor. Yeah, after these last two games, the way you know something is seriously wrong is they swept Houston last year by a combined score of 62 to 3. And then they went out and tied them. And they really, they were getting killed until the fourth quarter. And they somehow managed to bring it to overtime and tied them. So, really, so five quarters in the first game, four out of nine quarters this season eight of them they've been lifeless so that's really discouraging i was actually curious though you you've obviously seen the chiefs and patrick mahomes versus gus bradley defenses what is there anything there because gus bradley kind of defended himself a little bit this week saying you know i don't i don't think they've really shredded that single high defense but some things got away from us, yada, yada. Patrick Mahomes has a really good record and statistics against Gus Bradley defenses. I imagine that is yeah. something the Colts should worry about, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Uh, the thing is, is that Kansas City got so used to seeing two safety sets and seeing people keeping as many people uh, in coverage as they could against Kansas City. So I think that Mahomes has kind of shifted, but the problem is, is that he got so used to seeing single high looks early on in his career, it's not going to be something he's going to, you know, not or going to unlearn. Uh, he's adding knowledge, not not losing knowledge. So I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to be an issue. And I guarantee you, if they stay in their same defensive sets that Kansas City's expecting, Andy Reid is going to have a game plan for him, especially considering he has three extra days to prepare. Yeah, I'm really curious about that because – a lot of Colts defenders have shown that they don't have a great grasp of this defense yet. So yep. if they want, they could go to that cover two stuff that a lot of these guys are used to under Matt Eberflus, or they can keep trying to fit these guys into this newer scheme. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not super sure what to expect out of this one. 
but man, oh man. Uh, but obviously some of our preseason takes about the Colts are not aging well. And sometimes it feels like I'm not either, Chris. I'll be honest with you. It ain't easy getting older. Uh, I'm sure you feel me on that. I'm 32 yeah, now, but I swear once I hit that big 3-0, it was like hitting a wall. Like it's crazy how that happens. Uh, weight that used to just fall off now, it just likes to set up camp wherever it wants to. Luckily, my wife still loves the dad bod. That's That's fine for me. Uh, but unfortunately, with three jobs and a family, there's just not always adequate time in the day to work out, at least not consistently or with a routine. Uh, but luckily for those of us who can echo that, there's kind of a life hack in, uh, in Nugenics. If you guys want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, the Nugenics Total Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It's been validated in five clinical studies and is shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total T boosts free testosterone that, aging, that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner with more energy and drive, and more passion too. Your partner is going to notice the difference. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the trials. And Nugenics formulation is backed by 10 years of science and research. Now get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text NFL to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Again, text NFL to 231231. Text NFL to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply available at nugenics.com slash terms. All right, so Chris, we're looking at some of these key matchups now, Colts and Chiefs. Is there anyone on the Colts that, that scares you? Is, is there anything you really got your eye on? You know, when it comes to the Colts, I think, you know, Jonathan Taylor is obviously the guy that is going to be a driver of that offense. And mm -hmm. Kansas City has struggled against the run at times. They're going to be without Willie Gay. He's out for the next four weeks. Um, that's a huge deal for this defense. So I really think that it's, that's going to be something to watch. But you watch how this is going to go. And with Kansas City's offense, I don't think you can run the ball and keep Mahomes off the field long enough to feel safe with any kind of lead that you could possibly ever get to, or to feel like you could score enough points if you have to focus on running the ball every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was kind of wondering about that. You know, obviously you want Jonathan Taylor to be the linchpin of whatever you're doing, but when you're facing, if you look at this matchup specifically, I just, I think the Colts defense has to play reasonably. Like just, you don't have to be world beaters, but like just have a reasonable performance but I think the Colts are going to have to do something they have not been able to do yet. And that that show that they have the ammo for a shootout, because I think if they're going to beat Mahomes, they're going to have to go over 30 points. You know, they're what are the chiefs averaging like 35 points a game right now. They're yes. going to have to hang in there pretty strong. And they haven't, they haven't shown that they can do that. I think they do have the ingredients there so far. It looks hopeful that, both Pittman and Pierce will play on Sunday. Uh, Pittman was a full participant today in today's practice Wednesday, and Pierce just had one more hurdle uh, 
to clear in order to get out of the concussion protocol. So that should help. But man, if they can just use their running backs in the passing game more often and not abandon things, I think that'll help. And I'm glad you mentioned Willie Gay because I was I was curious how big of an issue is that for for Kansas City to not have him in, in a game like this. I don't know that it's going to be as big of a deal. Uh, and I say that not to take anything away from the Colts, but the thing that you'd worry the most about the Colts would be like a uh, you know Hines coming out of the backfield. I think that that could be a problem for Kansas City. Uh, but mm-hmm. I still feel like they're going to be in a good enough situation to be able to slow down the the Colts offense, at least from my perspective, uh, the Hines getting busy, you know, and catching a lot of passes out of the backfield isn't going to be a huge problem uh, as much as it would be if, say, the Colts had, you know, two or three wide receiver or tight end options that would scare defenses on a regular basis. And and I don't, I just don't see that right now. Pittman is a great wide receiver. I think he could be very good. The question is coming back from injuries. How's he going to play? And I like what Alec Pierce brings to the game, but as a rookie coming back from a concussion, uh, is that going to be something that is going to give Kansas City problems considering who they've already played in the Chargers? And the Chargers have a pretty good offense. They have a good wide receiver core. Uh, Obviously, they're missing Keenan Allen, and and Williams uh, toasted them a little bit, but I do think that they match up pretty well. So with Willie Gay, it's a question of, I think they can survive this week. It's getting through the next couple of weeks. that is going to be difficult. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned what the Chargers did last week because Michael Pittman Jr. and Alec Pierce, kind of their specialties were something that is along the lines of Mike Williams, those contested catches. You know, you throw a 50-50 ball to those guys. They're, they're going to come down with it more often than not. I don't know much about Rashad Fenton and Jalen Watson, but is is that, you know, do you, do you think – they'll be able to to match up well with those guys? Or do you think if Matt Ryan, you know, God forbid, has the time to even throw, that he might be able to capitalize on those contested catch situations? I think he could capitalize on those contested catch situations to some extent. I think that if you look at what Kansas City did, they really changed their game plan in the second half. Obviously, it wasn't something that kept Mike Williams from being completely productive, but – Justin, the other thing that we're not taking into account here is Herbert made throws that I don't think Matt Ryan can make. And you're right. If Matt, <laughs> if Matt Ryan tries to make those throws, I think they're going the other direction. Yeah. Uh, but it, so that's what really sticks out to me. I, I think that he can throw 50 50 balls. And I think that those wide receivers can have an opportunity. But there are still some throws that were made, like the touchdown catch to Mike Williams. I, I'm sorry, I don't see Matt Ryan making that throw. And maybe yeah. maybe a guy like Pittman can come down with it. Maybe a guy like Alec Pierce can come down with it. But if you can't get the throw there, that's a different problem. So, uh, and really, at the end of the game, one of the biggest plays that Herbert made with his rib cartilage uh, being injured was, you know, a, a seam throw down the middle, uh, I don't know, 30, 30, 40 yards down the middle of the field. And I don't see Matt Ryan making that throw either, which is really what hurt Kansas City in that time. So, um, can they make those plays? Yes. Or is Kansas City susceptible to those types of plays? I would say yes. Uh, it's it's a question of whether or not you're going to be willing to put up those types of throws and risk putting them in the wrong spots. And like you said, is the pass rush going to be able to get home uh, with Chris Jones and you know George Kaloftis and Frank Clark and those guys getting after Matt Ryan? 
Yeah, yeah. Those those guys is that's definitely something I was curious about. And I was actually going to ask you to talk a little bit about Chris Jones because you know people still you know Aaron Donald of course in a universe of his own. DeForest Buckner right. gets a lot of love, but Chris Jones is still that dude, is he not? No, he really is. And I think that you watched what he did in that Chargers game, and he basically wrecked their offense in the second half. Uh, and that really changed the tide for Kansas City in a lot of ways. So I think that he is still that guy. He can be that dominating force. And I'm I'm actually glad you brought up DeForest Buckner because that's one of the matchups I'm also intrigued with, with you know a guy like Creed Humphrey. And I'm not saying DeForest Buckner is on the same level, I think, as Chris Jones. I think he's close. I think he's a very good defensive tackle. Uh, and obviously nobody's Aaron Donald, uh, right. as you specified earlier. But DeForest Buckner is a very good DT. If he's able to play in this game, because I think I saw him on the injury report, if he's able to go, that's going to be a great matchup with the interior of the Chiefs offensive line, which is actually one of their strengths right now in Creed Humphrey and Joe Tooney and, uh, you know, Trey Smith. So I'm really intrigued to see that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so I, I think Buckner will probably play. He's he's not the type to, to miss games even with injury, but he hasn't really looked like himself quite yet. We're kind of waiting to see him flip that switch because he's one of the one of the best, you know, penetrating three techs in the league when he when he's healthy. And although right. he's not fully healthy right now, we just haven't really seen that. The the Colts defensive line in general has been a bit of a letdown, uh, especially when you consider, you know, Matt Eberflus' scheme. Uh, there was some thinking, a, a little more thinking involved, and guys weren't always attacking. So the assumption was, you know, Gus Bradley, this is going to be a lot more of an attack front. Guys will get home more. And that's one of my actual big key matchups that'll be the difference in winning and losing for the Colts if they have any hope is Yannick Ngakwe and Quiddy Pay. They have to have a decent day against Orlando Brown and, and Andrew Wiley. Uh, Quiddy Pay did get a pair of sacks in overtime in week one, but again, it took till the fifth quarter to get that done. And Gakwe's been very quiet lately. That's a guy you've seen more often in the AFC West with, with the Raiders uh, last year. But man, how, how on paper, that's a really good pass rushing duo, you know, but how do you think Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley can hold up against that against a couple of guys who haven't really clicked quite yet so far this season? I think it's a great question, and it's going to be a, a good test for this duo. I think that Wiley has played better than I expected for the most part. Uh, I think that they were looking at him being a serviceable starter, and I think that he has shown that he can be that. Is he going to get beat? Yeah, he's going to get beat. He doesn't have elite feet. Uh, that, that's always going to be a problem, regardless of what tackle position you play. He's probably more of a, a guard than he really is a tackle, but they're playing him at right tackle because that's what they have. Uh, Orlando Brown, I think, played better than most people expected him to going against uh, Bosa last week and going against Khalil Mack. I think that uh, was it great? No. Was it good enough? Yeah. Uh, was I expecting him to get beat a little bit more than I think he did? I think, yeah, I think I was expecting that he was going to have a rough day just because you have two elite guys going after him. And you're absolutely right. They know in Gawkway a little bit because of him playing in the AFC West and Ngakwe was in Baltimore before, so he, so mm -hmm. Orlando Brown has even more yeah. knowledge of Ngakwe as well. So I think that'll play into it. Uh, it's going to be intriguing to see how that pass rush is able to hold up against this Chiefs offensive line because if they can get home and make Mahomes do things that he doesn't want to do, then that changes the game. Um, but the big question is, is can they get home? And with Mahomes looking at maybe going against a cover one type look, you know, who's going to be dropping and how many players are they, are they going to be sending? Uh, that's all I'm going to come play, play into this. And I think it's going to be fascinating to just watch 
uh, this offense versus this defense because you're right, this defense is is starting to is trying to get it figured out on their end. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think from what you saw week one, the Chiefs already have it figured out. And I think the Chargers have a really good defense. So I think that played a little bit of, of why Kansas City didn't score as many points in week two. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think the Colts on paper could have a good defense, but it doesn't look like they're playing like it right now. Yeah, I'm super curious to see what changes they're going to make and that what base scheme they're going to do. That, that'll that be interesting because Gus Bradley knows what can get him beat in this matchup for sure. Let me tell you about our friends over at betonline.net. If you haven't checked them out yet, you need to go check them out. Betonline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf, and all the other sports out there as well. Head to BetOnline.net for your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. This is the fun part of it, and I'll let you go ahead and lead this off because I'm sure you have your own thoughts on how this is going to work out. Yeah, I got my painful part first. So, so far it has not mattered what the quality of the opponent is for the Colts. They just have not allowed themselves to have success. I I think this is a very, very dire situation for them right now. Like I've spent all week answering questions about people getting fired, and it's only two weeks in. If, right. if that tells you anything, uh, I think being at home will help. I think, again, the dire situation helps. I do not have them winning, really even being all that close, but I do have them getting up to 20 points again. I think the offense will show some signs of life. I have the Chiefs winning 34 to 20. Okay, So I, th- I think they're going to smash the spread. Uh, but basically, I think the Colts will be able to do a couple things on offense, but in the end, they just – don't have the firepower to deal with with the Chiefs. Yeah, it's going to be very hard, uh, I think. And you look at this Chiefs team, and I think everybody thought that the, or at least a lot of people thought, I, I will say, I don't think that I was in that boat. Uh, Kansas City was really going to miss Tyreek Hill. And I'm not saying they don't miss him, but they don't miss him to the extent that people thought they were going to. I think that they expected the offense to take a step back. Uh, and I don't see it. Like, I, I look at the weapons that they added. I know MVS isn't Tyree Kill. That's fine. Uh, Juju is not Tyree Kill. That's fine. But both of those guys have roles that they can fill, and they can do enough to be dynamic enough to help Travis Kelsey out. And Travis Kelsey is always going to be the number one wide receiving option in this on this team as long as he's here and playing at the level he's playing at right now. So I think that helps. And then you add guys in like McCall Hardman and you know Sky Moore and then you know, obviously last week, Justin Watson, I mean, he had that huge touchdown catch, uh, you know, 40-yard touchdown catch from Mahomes, and he's wide mm-hmm. receiver five. So, you know, you're looking at going five wide five wide receivers deep and two tight ends at least if you're not counting no gray because I think Fortson is a weapon. I think he showed week one and can be a weapon. So I think this offense is going to be fine. I, I agree with you, though. I think the Colts probably get to 20 points. Uh, so I'm going to go Colts 20 uh, Chiefs probably 37, and I feel pretty good about that. The only question I have, honestly, is did we see a new a new Andy Reid week one? And what I mean by that is 
if you go back to last year's cha- conference championship game, Kansas City was kicking the snot out of the Bengals. And it felt like they took their foot off the gas. Mm. They never really took their foot off the gas against the Cardinals. They put up 44 points. I know that the score looked a lot closer than it was, but they put up a ton of points and they never really took their foot off the gas. So to me, the question is, is do they continue to, to go that direction? Are they going to continue to not take their foot off the gas? And if they do, maybe 37, maybe it is more than 37 points, but you know, it, it also depends on can the Colts defense show up and are they going to understand their scheme? And is Bradley going to have a good game against Mahomes versus what he's had in the past? Yeah, and I'm not going to say that there's zero chance the Colts win. It's slim because there is talent there. It's the yep. talent has to meet the scheme. Like it's very it's every it's give, odd. It's every given Sunday. Yeah, it, it's it's just so odd because this team that we saw in training camp and you know even part of the preseason is just so much different than what we're seeing right now. And there's a pride factor. Like th- this is a team that you know they they focused on even in the draft and free agency, everything. They're so picky about building a strong locker room, guys that hold each other accountable, leaders, this and that. And to see guys come out and just look defeated before the kickoff has happened. Like it's, it's just so peculiar to me. Um, So there's gotta be a pride factor at hand. Their home opener. They've been smoked these two weeks. I mean, I know it was a tie in week one, but Houston won that for all intents and purposes. Um, I'm just looking for, for again, some signs of life for someone to show up and be like, you know, th- this is a measuring stick game. Like, sure, it's two weeks in, but the season's not over. We have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs here. Like, let's see what we can do against this team. So, you know, just. Well, yeah. yeah, and the big thing for me uh, is the turnover battle is always going to tell the tape or tell the story. Yeah. Uh, you know, if Kansas City gets sloppy and they turn the ball over, if, you know, Mahomes gets hit and fumbles or he throws a couple of picks, which he's been brilliant in, or well, not brilliant, but he's been good enough not to have picks so far this uh, season. But he could have had two, at least two against the Chargers. Uh, yeah, and that would, have, that would have easily changed the game. And so you, you watch that and you wonder, OK, well, is this going to be the week where some of those turnovers actually come back and haunt Kansas City? And if it does... You know, if they're playing on a short field against the Colts, I mean that that could spell doom. But the other part of it is, is they turn the ball over three or four times, and and the Colts don't give the ball up. More than likely, it's it's a completely different game. That's actually what in our our locked on now preview uh, that my co-host and I did earlier. That's actually one of the things we mentioned was uh, the Colts need some breaks to go their way, but they have to capitalize on some of the things other teams have it against the Chiefs. The Chargers, you mentioned that exactly. There was the you know the the missed opportunities with turnovers. The Colts had their own. They they had a, a would be interception in the rain that got dropped from Julian Blackman, who's a guy who made exceptional plays all throughout training camp. Just that type of fluky stuff that doesn't normally happen. You know, Matt Ryan has like four botched quarterback center, quarterback running back exchanges in his fifteenth year, and that's not something that happens. If this fluky, if, if the fluky stuff the Colts are doing to themselves can just stop, or they can capitalize on on some of the gifts Patrick will occasionally give you, that they have to have that type of stuff happen in order to hang in this game. They're not yeah, going to just go toe to toe. They have to take advantage of mistakes. 
Yeah, and I think that Kansas City has the ability to give them that opportunity at times. And if Patrick comes out, and I will say this, I think Patrick in week two versus what Patrick looked like in week one was a completely different player. If he comes out in week three like he came out in week one, that's a completely different player, and I don't think that that's going to lead to a lot of turnovers and, and really uh, the Colts having a very good chance of winning that ball game. If he comes out and throws balls like he did in, in week two and doesn't get the height on balls that, that – I mean, that interception or almost interception to Sonny Samuel in the middle of the field, he underthrew it by, what, 15 yards? <laughs> Just – it didn't make sense to me. I went back and I watched it. That, that type of play doesn't make sense. He – just about threw a pick to Jody Forts or, you know, Jody Fortson's defender. I think it might've been Samuel as well. If, if he does that in this game, it's going to be a completely different ball game in my mind. And you got to hope that he doesn't. Uh, then you start looking at the rest of, you know, what we already talked about the matchups of, you know, just to force Buckner play a part in, in wrecking this game plan from the Colts perspective, does do Pittman and Pierce actually have the ability to beat Kansas city's DBs, you know, for jump balls. And does that, create a chance for this Colts team to, uh, you know, seal a win from Kansas city. You know, one, one X factor we haven't mentioned yet. I, I want to make sure I do before we hop off is uh, Shaquille Leonard. He hasn't made his debut yet this season, uh, but that's a big piece. The Colts are waiting to put back in that defense in order for it to look okay. Uh, he's been a full participant in practice about the last week and a half. Uh, I think they're still waiting on, you know, just him getting to playing strength and playing shape and things like that before they unleash him. But a lot of us have been thinking, you know, if he had to, it was the Super Bowl or an important playoff game or something, he probably could have played these last couple weeks. This Chief game makes a lot of sense to be the date they've circled. And if he gets through another full week of practice, I don't see why maybe he wouldn't go out there this week. Now, obviously, that means some rust and a brand new defense and a new role in this defense. He's supposed to be the Mike now rather than the Will. Um, but regardless, he's got a special ability to take the ball away that most people in the NFL just don't have. So I think whether or not he plays will be a pretty big X factor in that. And him and uh, that he missed one of the Chiefs games the Colts have played with him, but he really relishes that matchup with Patrick Mahomes. I believe in the the playoff game that they lost in 2018. Uh, those two just had a ton of respect for each other, but that's the type of game he wants to play in. And if it's up to him, I think he might push to play in it. Yeah, and I think that you make a great point. I think that it's, this is almost like the Colts Super Bowl at this point. I mean, I know yeah. it's week three, but if you go to 0-3 – that makes your your climb out of the cellar a lot harder. And yeah, the division looks questionable at best. So maybe you can squeak away into the playoffs. Uh, but going to 0-3 is not going to be an easy hole to climb out of. So it would make a lot of sense for him to try to play in this game, especially with what you just said about him and Patrick Mahomes having mutual respect for each other and him wanting to go against one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, I think about the only thing left is to play the game. I, I don't have anything else. How about you? No, I'm good, but thank you all for making Locked On Colts and Locked On Chiefs your first listen every day. To make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show, Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Jake, it's been a lot of fun catching up. It has been a, lot, a long time coming, uh, but I really enjoyed doing this episode. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. We're, we're definitely going to have to do this in the future again, maybe in the playoffs if, if all, all the <laughs> right. stars align. Yeah, but no, thank you guys. Just just to make sure you're you're following everyone on social, uh, get Chris at Chris Clark NFL, Ryan Tracy at Ryan Tracy NFL, and Locked on Chiefs on Twitter, uh, at Jake Arthur NFL, at Zach Hicks 2, and at Locked on Colts on Twitter. And of course, we're on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, all that good stuff. Uh, be sure to subscribe. But, you know, uh, otherwise, for, for Chris and I and our, our co-hosts today, you guys enjoy the game. We'll uh, We'll be back with you afterwards.